This segment is brought to you by Tybro, the world's leader in protective medallions, healing sounds, and spiritual tools. Prayer, miracles, and enlightenment often travel together. Miracles are used by higher beings as a way of communicating with us. To get their attention, you need the right spiritual tools. At Tybro, we've created a large variety of spiritual tools. Take a look at our products. They may just change your life. www.tybro.com Every Tuesday from 7 to 8 p.m. Central, join us for the Enlightened Perspective, a warm, friendly, one-of-a-kind look at the paranormal, dreams, supernatural disturbances, and everyday life problems examined from a unique spiritual perspective. Dr. Mitchell Gibson is a board-certified medical doctor who has been listed under the best psychics in America and the best medical doctors in America. Kathy Gibson is a former college All-American athlete and business executive who's developed a unique world-class gift for intuition and clairvoyant vision. The Enlightened Perspective is a heartwarming one-hour journey into the unknown. Their specialties include out-of-body travel, dreams, sexual disturbances, interaction with the gods, miracles, and the human soul. Join us and get the answers you've always been looking for. Welcome back to the Enlightened Perspective with Dr. Mitchell and Kathy Gibson. Good afternoon. We are back here with you. It's a beautiful, very hot uh, Thursday here in North Carolina. Right now outside, it is 88 degrees. 88? That's hot enough. I can sit outside and drink something nice and cool on the porch. You going to get some of that sun tea? I hadn't made no sun tea. What I was thinking about, I was thinking about strawberry. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry. Strawberry with a with a C. <laughs> you know, there's a C in strawberry. <laughs> if you go far enough south, there's a C and there's two W <laughs> in strawberry. So I might get some of that lemonade, just sit there and look outside and watch the squirrels play in the trees. I like to do that sometimes. I notice you just develop a southern accent. Sometimes. I, I, I like to sit back there and like wind blow through my hair and and just and just contemplate the beauty of nature. It makes me cry sometimes. But you don't have any hair. That's right. The <laughs> contemplation is so deep. It's so deep that I see that I see hair in my head, and I just it just flows, and I'm blonde. And you're blonde. <laughs> wow, that's some that's some serious air. It is serious air. But hey, <laughs> that's the kind of guy I am. Well, now. That's the kind of guy that, welcome back, we're just having a little fun with you. We don't, uh, we don't really mean what we're saying mostly, for the most part. How are you doing today, world? This is Mitch and Kathy, and my wife and my daughter left me alone last night. For a short time. They went to yet another concert in Charlotte, North Carolina. Our little girl went to Tamar Braxton, and I wasn't going to let her go by herself, so we down there. And she was able to go see uh, one of the artists that she likes to follow. And he was in, um, it was at the Fillmore in Charlotte. And they had, she had a great time, but it was like standing room only. And I mean standing, there were no seats. And that's one of the reasons why I didn't attend, because there was nowhere for me to sit down. And I was not going to stand up for an hour and a half, two hours, on an artist that, that I really follow. But I would have been there if they would have had seats. Just be with our little girl. Tamar Braxton. I know Tamar had that one hit, Love and War. She tours without a band. Well, I don't think that the Fillmore could hold a band. It was that small. 
But she enjoyed it. When a place is that small, it can't hold a band. But they stuffed with 2,000 people in there. You think there was 2,000? That's what they said. That's how many tickets oh she sold. Oh, my God. That's a good number. It's a sell, good man. number of tickets. There was 30, a lot of people there. $35 a piece. She made some money. She made a couple of dollars. She made some money. That's good. Congratulations, Tamar, on the success of the tour. And my daughter's going to be behind you 2,000%. She enjoyed the show. She said she rocked it. She rocked it. Wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. We're going to finish talking about the human soul and also uh, finish some of the things we talked about a different, a lot of different areas of the soul that we didn't really get to get to. But we have something fun we're going to start with at first. And we went to a place called listverse.com, which is... Which is a fun place to go to sometimes because you can't always. We've had a tough week. I can't even tell you how tough our week is. It's been. been a very tough week. We we lost. We have a school that we run, and one of our teachers just quit. Uh, no no reason around. She didn't give us any warning and left the students right in the middle of their, their life. But hey, today we're gonna do something we've never done. Uh, <laughs> Well, we have a list that we got listverse.com, and it's a clean list for the most, but it's a list of 10 famous songs that are simply dirty. Oh. It's not X-rated or anything like that, but it's just to blow off a little bit of steam because we had have, we have a fantastic show in New York City the last weekend. We had a seminar that we kind of started out real slow with the sign-up, but then it ended up being just packed. Absolutely packed. It was packed. It was uh, amazing amount of great, great information that was given out. The, the people there really enjoyed uh, the information, and, and uh, they're really excited about the transformation and their thought process. We were excited to be able to do an, an information workshop. Um, in many of our workshops, we provide both information and, and exercises and techniques for people to do once they leave the shop, but this time we just wanted to expand business. And the Nephilim Codex was the perfect venue for that. It was the perfect workshop to make people think about reality. And they were overjoyed uh, with what they heard and, and how they learned some things they didn't know existed. And that is what we do. We like to provide information. It's very difficult to come uh, by your own and to give it or receive it from a master who can go into other realms and bring it here and share in the manner that he does. It was really a great uh, seminar. So we had a great time with seeing everybody, seeing the Tybo family again, and we look forward to seeing everybody again when we go to, um, we're going to New Orleans on July 12th to do after, and that's life after death. And it's going to be a great seminar as well. But we had a great time. It was fun. We had a great time. And I took a real chance for seminar because uh, we didn't give out any uh, techniques or anything. We didn't give out slides. We didn't nothing. give out slides. We didn't give out techniques. We just talked to folks. And it's something we had never really done. And people really like the challenge of trying to keep up the new information, having their consciousness expanded. So we, we would just give a big shout out to all of our 
friends and neighbors and followers that came to see us and just thank you for being with us. Yay. Thank you. Yay. 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 That was fantastic. Was great to see everybody. And for those folks that didn't come, y'all missed it. Y'all really missed you it. really missed out on a, a truly exceptional workshop and uh, we plan to give kind of information again when we see everybody in July. They also, we want to give a big shout out to Gaim TV because we are still in the five in two different categories on Gaim. Yay, Yay. go Gaim! Our spiritual world uh, BDD is just soaring. People have rediscovered it and they're looking at the great information we have on there. And spiritual world, uh, Secrets of Spiritual Healing 1 and 2 is still in our top five in the Truth Seeker category. We're just very happy that everybody all over the world is discovering that and, and coming to the site and supporting our products. And we really just appreciate everybody uh, taking the time to get the videos and to uh, just get into the teams that we have. That's on Gaim, G A I A M T V dot com. I go into the uh, most popular videos and you'll see both, uh, all three of our videos there Secrets of Spiritual Healing, Part 1 and 2. And you will see the spiritual world is on one part of that, but it's really worth the time for you to take and look at. It's uh, something that we really enjoy doing, and to thank all of you for the support that you're giving. Uh, I'm going to thank Michael, who is my son, that we raised uh, and fed him and made sure that he had enough food to eat and a place to sleep. He now has his own apartment, and he made some great videos that we just put up on YouTube. And let me just slide, you see, when we're talking, I'm also on my iPad, and so is my wife. <laughs> so we triple tasking here, and if you go to YouTube.com, put in my name, you will see a number of videos that my son has put up. He put a video that contains segments of the Supernatural Buddha Atuma. There's a 10-minute segment of that video uh, telling you, uh, giving you just a snippet uh, actually, more than a snippet, 10 minutes is a good chunk of it. It is. And we're giving you that for free. Um, and it's the, the energy that the Buddha gave to the world related to his supernatural power. And it is a video that my son just made, and it has some beautiful uh, graphics with it, and has the original sound of the supernatural tumor. So if you're curious about what some of these products are, we've put up a lot of uh, areas on YouTube where you can just listen to them for free. We have about 162 videos on YouTube, and we're constantly trying to find ways to help people with their day-to-day -day things that they deal with, and then some of the more unusual things that people have to deal with, things that have to do with negativity, and we try and help them find a way to have a better life. And what we did with these videos that Mike has put up, it's about six different new videos loaded is we're giving you a 10-minute snippet of what the CD or the attunements are so that if a person can't afford to purchase uh, one of our CDs or uh, one of the attunements that they at least get a, a taste of what the power is inside of each of these uh, products that we have. We're, we're featuring one of the CDs and that's what the 10-minute soundtrack is and then we're going to Inverse intermittently different slides that feature the sigil headphones. So, a person
person will be able to sit and look at the videos, take in the sounds and the tones and the special, uh, I guess, vibrations that come with that. And they would be able to enjoy some of the power that these products. And if they in turn like what they hear, they can go to our website and purchase it. But it gives people at least an opportunity to experience what it's like to have that kind of power in a CD. So our sounds are very effective and they work. And he's uploaded six different ones. So that is the uh, Jupiter Pluto Enhancement is one. Then we have the Miracle Prayer for Activating Healings and Blessings as another. We have the one for the Goddess Fortuna. Uh, that is her CD. And then we have the Miracle Prayer for Break Curses and Removing Dark Forces. And then one of our more popular CDs is called Sudden Fortune. I don't think there's a day that goes by that someone's not calling you off as wanting to know of ways that they can have more prosperity in their life. And I, what was the reason why you developed that CD, honey? Well, like you said, there are a lot of people that struggle in life. And the reason that they struggle is they don't have enough positive energy or financial light, so to speak, that can bring money to them. Most people don't realize that money is energy. Uh, you don't really get to see your paycheck. Uh, you get to see the, the paper and the ink associated with your money, but you don't actually see any more than the ink and the paper most of the time. Most people, the vast majority of people, don't get paid in cash, and you have to put your money into a system that transfers the money into digital energy or financial energy. Uh, well, that energy is something that can be very low in your life or can be very high in your life. Sudden fortune is the ancient uh, Aramaic words associated with increasing the amount of financial light in your life. And when, the more you listen to it, the more that energy builds up. Most people start out in a huge depth with their financial energy. So when you listen to the CD, the CD first has to fill up that hole. The hole being made by your choices, your lifestyle, your decisions, past life energies, ancestors, uh, things that you've done wrong in your life to make your money not flow well. And it may take some time for the CD to fill up that hole, but as it fills up the hole, eventually one day you'll wake up and something fantastic will happen in your life because you prepared the leaks for your money, you prepared the energy, and all of a sudden, you can get a sudden increase in wealth, a sudden increase in um, blessings, a sudden increase in uh, the joy in your relationships. You can get a sudden increase in health. This sudden blessing comes because you take care of the negative or dark voices in your life. You patch those holes, and all of a sudden, you have a big blessing that comes to your life. Heck, you could even win a lottery. But if you do win the lottery, <laughs> we're at 110 Oaks and High Point. You can give us a huge donation, and we can buy gummy bears. Thank you so much. <laughs> gummy bears. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you always say gummy bears when you talk about in the lottery? If you were going to get the money, you would spend it on gummy bears. I was once watching one of those channels, uh, one of those shows on the cable, where a guy had won a lot of money in the lottery and they bought a new home. And the person that was interviewing said to him, well, what are you going to do with this huge room that you have? There's nothing. He said, I'm going to fill it up with gummy bears. <laughs> that funny thing I'm going to fill it up with gummy bears. <laughs> so okay. he is my hero now. He's my hero now. That's right. 
would fill that room up with gummies. He had tens of millions of dollars, but the first thing he'd think of was, that'd be very interesting. Very interesting person. Very interesting. Now, remember, people, that the word prosperity means more than just money in your life. It means uh, having abundance in the areas of all areas of your life, relationships, of course, finances, and health, and things that, that you need. That's what prosperity is. Well, you'll have more than you need. And that's what we designed the CD to do, is to help bring that energy, increase it within your being, so that you can have more of what you need. And that's really important, people, to be able to get through the day-to-day, -day, is to have enough. And that's really important. So what we like to do is to uh, go over this funny list that he's come up with that he found. Well, it's, on not, that. it's not my list. Well, it's a list that you found yeah. on Sverse.com. And it's the top ten songs that were supposed to be clean and normal and entertaining, but they had a secret message in the song. Oh, boy. Let's, let's take a look. Number ten, A Ticket to Ride by Beatles. It's a classic Beatles song that appears to be just any other love song about lost love. That girl's driving me mad, and she's going away. She's got a ticket to ride, and she don't care. Those are the lyrics from the song. But the reason she's going away turns out to be pretty shocking. It sounds as though she's getting a ride on a train and moving away or something, but a ticket to ride is a double entendre. Mm. The word entendre. It's a new word today. Oh, are we doing on new words? It's a new word. Okay. We can put it E N T E N D R E. Hmm. It appears that the term John Lennon was referring to was the medical cards German prostitutes used to prove that they were clean. Oh boy. He's huh. got a ticket to ride. Huh. His girlfriend is leaving him to become a prostitute. Oh boy. She's leaving John Lennon to work as a German prostitute. So she's taking the train and getting her card to prove that she's clean. So she's got a green card? <laughs> I don't know if it's green. Well, she's got to take the right to the green card. I never knew that. This is a song that sold millions and millions of You know the Beatles make $100 million a year? They probably do. A year, right now. Yeah. And two of them are dead. And they and put an album in decades. It's just incredible. It is. it is. But John Lennon was writing about a girl who left him to become a prostitute in Germany and to get her working card. Well, no wonder he was upset. He had to be upset. You know, if you're an artist and you go through stuff like that, you got to write about it. <laughs> you got to put it down on paper. She's got a ticket right now. You will never hear that song to say. <laughs> She's got a ticket to write. Remember, John Lennon's girl left him to become a German prostitute. And do you think he was referring to Ticket to Ride about riding on the train? It was riding on the train. Okay. So I was gonna, <laughs> just going to leave it there. <laughs> All My Life by the Foo Fighters. I don't know that I've ever heard of this. Hmm. It's a hit from 2002 that appears to be about frustration with life and spinning your wheels with lines like, something that comes never leads to nothing. Nothing satisfied, but I'm getting close. Closer to the prize at the end of the road. All night long, I dream of the day when it comes around, but when it's taken away. Hmm. When asked by a fan, I love it, but I hate the taste. 
<sighs> the song is getting a little dirty. And the, the guy that wrote it, Dave Grohl, said it's a song about giving oral sex or pleasure giving. And if they don't do it right, he doesn't it. I did not know that. Let's go to another one. Fleetwood Mass. Ken, you would love this. You know, <laughs> Tusk is a great song. I like that song. It's the song they did with my wife's alma mater band. Now, you know, um, he probably knows every word on the song. Hmm. By Fleetwood Mac. That's Ken likes Fleetwood Mac. That song, Tusk, is a song that they did with the band that's heavy on percussion. It's one of Fleetwood Mac's most ambitious efforts. It's a long and menacing song with a marching band, but it's packed with me. Hmm. Tusk is Fleetwood's favorite euphemism for he is is schlonga. Okay. We won't say what else they have here. As a matter of fact, we're going to let this list go. Yeah, we're going to let that go. We're going to let it go because <laughs> it's getting pretty deep. and We're a clean show. We're going to pick a list that we could put on here without being so dusty. Shame on you. Shame on you. You all was, yeah, that was the 70s and 80s. You know what we were doing back then. Well, there was a lot of drugs going on back in that day. I never did them, but I had friends that did. My roommate in college did them. Anyway, now we're going to talk about the human soul. I'm going to leave that list alone. Bad list. We're going to find something that we could. That list is not going to do. So where do we leave off? I think we have talked about the different aspects of the soul, and, and we were going to go into more detail on those different aspects. I think we had talked about the soul was uh, comprised of word power. Uh, it has the actus, it has the nomen, it has the prima, and has the spiritual name. And I believe we were just going to get right into what each of those five things are. The words of power are for the soul that least facet of the soul contains one word of power. The soul has 617 facets. If you look at the soul, it looks like a giant structure that spins and looks like a large uh, diamond-shaped structure. Each word controls a function in the mind-body complex. If you, if you think about it, we don't have to do anything to control our uh, appetite, our heart function, liver, kidney, brain, breathing, all of that. All of that's controlled for it. The words of power control the energy inside the body by relaying information from the soul to the body. The unconscious mind then relays its control impulse to the DNA and supervises the implementation of the command and gift by the word. So the the power is the relay station between the soul and your physical body. Mm -hmm. And so you're saying that's the reason why we can just go about our business and not have to worry about the functions of our body because the soul is actually uh, function, making our body function. So on its own. if you eat something, you don't have to worry about which enzymes are going to go into your body and digest the food because different enzymes are necessary to digest different types of food. You eat a piece of meat, that's a different digestive process than eating uh, uh, vegetables or eating ice cream. Those are different 
uh, digestive enzymes. And the body knows which ones to use, what uh, percentages of those enzymes to use. And over time, it does all of that perfectly. It also knows which food you're allergic to and eat. So it's a pretty sophisticated system just for eating. Mm -hmm. And then there's breathing. Some types of air you can breathe easily. Some types of air you need to breathe more of. Some types you need to breathe less of. So it, it really is a very sophisticated system. Then we have called the axis. The axis is of, if you were being read by a psychic, what they look at in your body or in your soul is the axis portion of the soul. The axis contains all the past, present, and future activities of the individual. I'll say that, that again. The actus contains all the past, present, and future activities of the individual. So someone who can read your actus can tell you a lot about yourself, things you've done in your past, things you're currently doing, and they can also see glimpses of your future. So when you're getting read by someone, make sure that you want that person to that you're allowing them to take a look at a part that has a lot of information about you. Everything that an individual is destined to do is recorded on the actus. And this is the sort of where you find yourself saying deja vu. You have deja vu experiences, uh, psychic regions and clairvoyance because of the actus. A person can have uh, experienced something and then they don't remember it. Then they experience it again and go, hey, deja vu, I feel like I've done that before. Well, it's probably because in one of your lifetimes you did it before, and it's just triggering that memory. So the actus is a very important function of, of human soul. Uh, in fact, all five areas of the soul are extremely important. We, we wouldn't be who we are, are with them. So Amanda, if we have a call, we'll go ahead and take now. But if not, we'll just keep going off. Uh, Amanda, our lovely producer later, who, lady who I believe lives in the Midwest somewhere, and she monitors our call, and if there is a call there, we will take it. If not, keep eating M&Ms and move forward. Okay. The next area is called the gnomon. Remember, there are five different areas of the soul. The actus, the gnomon, the prima, the spiritual name, and the words of power. Uh, the gnomon is a part of the soul that deals with, with the names of God. You might hear this uh, term thrown around in the spiritual uh, new Age community a lot. Um, we don't consider ourselves New Age. We consider ourselves more spiritual than anything. But each of these names control a unique universal force. Um, these forces control the interface between the name of God, the unconscious mind, and our DNA. So there's a part of us that has to deal with how your bodies are react to gravity or the lack of gravity. How your body react to air pressure. Air pressure changes constantly. In an airplane, you notice how your body has to adjust with your ears popping and mm -hmm. clicking. You have to breathe a little bit different. And gravity isn't always the same. Gravity is different on a mountain versus on a, by the seashore or on a building versus in a home. Gravity is always different. Gravity is near a large object versus uh, objects that are small. So your body has to constantly adjust to these forces. Also, we have to adjust to the forces inside of us. Know that there's 10 pounds of bacteria in the average person. Yeah, I just became aware of that. There's five to ten pounds. Think about that for a moment. That's very scary. One to two percent of your body mass is made out of bacteria. I know we need it. 
germaphobic anyway. A little. Just a little bit. A little bit. Kind of a lot, but just a little bit. And so I'm constantly washing my, my hands throughout the day because I just feel like there's things on them. And if, if I had known that we have that much bacteria inside the body, I'd probably be a little crazier than I already am. I think you'd be very upset. <laughs> One to two percent of your body mass. So if you weigh 100 pounds, two percent is five pounds. If we're 200 pounds, that's 10 pounds of bacteria. That's a lot of bacteria. I could just think of a, a bag of sugar, a five-pound bag of sugar, and having that be pure bacteria. That's disgusting. It really is. But we need it. We and need because it. we need it, I can function and I, I'm able to handle it. So, so that part of your body, the gnomon part of your soul, the gnomon has to deal with, that's a force of nature. All those bacteria, if, if they're, they're not taken care of and... Uh, really monitor properly, those bacteria could overwhelm you and kill you, but they don't because the universe has taken care of them. And then, then the soul has what's called the prima. Now each facet of the soul interfaces with certain higher functions, higher mind functions for the purpose of creating all that the body needs. The prima is a focus of intelligent raw power. It is a piece piece of primal matter of the universe itself. So the book can create anything out of nothing. And it is incredible that we have that ability that's connected to our souls. So we are as created beings, we have been given this extreme power to create things for ourselves. And the prima is, is the area that allows us to be able to create something out of nothing. We have a few questions that came in over the last couple of weeks that we haven't gotten to, and we want to answer a couple of them. One of them, uh, Cheryl writes in, she says, I remember hearing you speak of the blankets before. When the last of the ten blankets is dissolved, is that inner enlightenment? But thank you so much for calling in or giving us a question, Cheryl. We talked last time about blanket covering the energy of the soul. Uh, the energy of the soul is covered by something called the clipper. And the clipper are energy coverings that present, prevent all the energy of the soul from being released at one time. It's very much like what would happen if you were in a very, very room with a blinding light. Well, if somebody threw a blanket over you, the light would be dim and you would feel relieved by not having the light be so pressing and potentially harmful. If somebody threw another blanket, eventually if they threw enough blankets over you, you wouldn't see the light and you would think that the room was dark. Mm -hmm. And that's what it's like in lower dimensions like we do. We don't see the light of God, the light of the sun uh, in the same way because of those blanket covers. Well, when a person removes more and more blankets, they become enlightened, so to speak. So they start to see the light that's always been there. And the blanket's part of the ego. The clipper are actual coverings that come from dark, dark forces that cover us or prevent us from seeing the light clearly. So when those coverings are removed by spiritual act, by spiritual development, by processes that seek to enlighten us, we can see the energy, we can act more in a more evolved manner, and we do, do become enlightened. It's part of the enlightenment process. So Cheryl, that is an excellent question. And we have one more. This is from Craig. 
and he's directing this question to you. I've heard Kathy talk about a light that you may see after death and that you should proceed towards it to break free from earth. The reason I ask is because I have heard other lectures specifically about not going towards this light because it is astrolite, which is a trick to lead you back to earth and that you should go further into the dark to find another light, the true light home. Is this the same sun light that you can see whilst meditating? Could you please expand on this subject to give us all a little more understanding since I won't be able to make you make it to after seminar later this year? Could you all both comment on the progress of the building of your light bodies and sulcum bodies and how far in the process you are? You spoke of different kinds of light bodies you can attain. Please elaborate and share your experiences with us. That's a lot of questions. It's a curious fellow, Craig from the UK. <laughs> well, let's talk about the light for us because it's a living soul and it's an appropriate question. Mm -hmm. When a person leaves the body, you do see a number of different kinds of light. And the lights that we see, or the lights that see, lights full, can make a per person more apprehensive about exactly where they're going. Yes, there is one light you will see very quickly that will lead you into the astral world. Now, the astral world is where most people go when they dream. That's the place that we uh, are most comfortable dreaming in. In the astral world, your, the state that you end up in the astral world is highly dependent on your emotional state. If you're a fearful, out-based, angry person, you're going to end up in a low place in the astral world. If your primary emotions are joy and happiness and optimism, then you're going to end up in a higher place or even in a, in a higher world, higher than the astral world. But the first life that you see are dependent on your emotional state. So check your emotional state to see what emotions you can around. If you kind of hum and bluff, person, then you want to avoid that first light and work on your most to help elevate it. The second light that you're going to see, if you're lucky enough to see the second, it will open to a higher world. In that higher world, you're going to see energy, you're going to see beings, you're going to see more in the way of angels and positive energy. And this world is a more highly evolved world that you can go and get healing and get guidance much more so than the lower world that the first light is open to. The third light that you're going to see is a rare light, you don't get to see that, and that light opens into an even higher world, higher than the first or second world, and is open to the highest emotions that you have inside of you. The light be blinded into this world because it may be open to such a highly energetic world that your eyes have to adjust, your energy will have to adjust, and you'll have to to see what energy feels like, to see if you even want to go there. So hopefully that will answer your question. Kathy and I, um, but we're not working on our body of light so much yet because we have a daughter in college, and we have a, just finished uh, college and is working with us. And we noticed that when we were earnestly working on our body of light, what's well, happened to you? Well, we were <coughs> visiting, <laughs> as we still do, we were visiting them quite often and we found ourselves uh, kind of phasing. We raised in and out of reality. We were coming invisible and uh, we felt that that might uh, be somewhat distracting or disturbing to our children. So 
we are working on our body of flight, not at the point that we were about a year ago. We, we were really working on our bodies about a year ago, but we decided to slow down that growth and work on something else, which we are currently doing. And uh, we find that uh, we have a very, very active uh, part of ourselves, our higher self, that deals with our followers. Uh, we help people in their dreams by uh, helping them to learn different aspects of uh, spiritual growth. We also help heal people in their dreams. Uh, we're very active uh, in the dream state. And part of our higher selves, uh, we have an aspect of ourselves that is angelic. And one of the things that we are tasked to do is to go every people's souls and take them to the the exact world that they belong in. <clears throat> so we spend a lot of time during the evening doing that. So we are very, very active with the things that we're tasked by the Creator, and we're happy to do it. But for the the uh, light bodies themselves, we were uh, advanced very quick rate, and we decided to slow it down just a bit so that we could allow our children to get used to the idea that their parents are eventually going to turn into life. So, Craig, I hope that answers your question. And remember, uh, for the first part of your question, that your emotional state and what you know right now is, if you ask tomorrow, is what you're going to find when you get the afterlife. So, work on keeping the emotional state at the highest vibration possible and learn as much as you can about the different worlds and the afterlife so that you'll know where to go and what to do. The big thing is there's ignorance when it comes to what do you do when you pass on because you never die, you just transition to a different body. Most people don't know what to do and a lot of people just stay earthbound because they, they don't know what to do. So in your search for these answers, make sure you're finding as much information as possible so that your vibration's high when you pass and you know what you want to do and how to get there when you pass on. Remember, the most important energy that we have to cultivate in this world, uh, and it determines where we're going on the high worlds, is your emotional energy. Your base emotional state determines where you end up. If you're a grumpy, angry person, you're end up in a grumpy, angry place. It doesn't matter what information you have, you've got to be honest with your emotional state. When we do the seminar in New Orleans, we're going to talk a lot about the basic laws of the afterlife and the basic laws of where you end up, the different worlds that you can go to, and really what happens on the other side, because my wife and I are incarnations of Toth and Mott, and Toth is one of the beings that determines not about what happens to the soul as the soul evolves, and Mott, uh, that's her one of, part of her essence is what the soul is weighed against. Toth does the weighing, but the soul is weighed against the feather of mind. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> the lighter your emotions, the lighter your soul, the more highly evolved your soul is, and you can move on to the next world. If your soul is heavy, that's not a good sign. It weighs heavy against the, the feather uh, of mind. <clears throat> and then the soul is forced to come back in from reincarnation cycle, which you kind of don't want to do, but in most people, that's what they end up doing. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that answered your question. Let's finish with the spiritual name. The spiritual name is the part of the soul, uh, your name that you were given at creation. Knowledge of your true spiritual name automatically helps accelerate the inner enlightenment process, and the knowledge of the 
spiritual and connects a higher mind with the conscious mind. Now, we talk a lot about inner enlightenment and outer enlightenment and how people uh, gain enlightenment, but remember, as you become evolved, you can lose the energy of enlightenment by the choices we make here. If we make wrong, selfish, uh, and choices, your enlightenment can leave you. Mm -hmm. Like if you're working out and getting pristine muscles and getting good shape and you, you stop to the gym, your being in shape can leave you. Mm -hmm. And before you realize that your body doesn't function right, you don't feel right, same thing happens in your with your, your soul. If you stop doing the things you need to do and stop your meditative practices in the same way, your soul is not going to hold on to its enlightenment. Mm -hmm. And we do get a lot of questions from people who ask us what is their spiritual name. And, you know, many times <clears throat> Dr. Gibson has been so grateful and gracious to uh, tell people who their, who their spiritual parents are, but the spiritual name is something different. The spiritual name is what God knows you by. That's what the universe knows you by. That's what the spiritual world knows you by. And the spiritual name is not just the name of like Kathy Mitchell or Tip Michael. It is, is a, has a geometric shape. It does have a, a word attached to it. It does have a numerical value. So it's, it's different than what we perceive as a name. And for a person to tell you what your spiritual name is, that person is then uh, connected with you over the next seven lifetimes. So it's not something that you can give a person uh, without having a, a relationship with that person because you don't want to connect to uh, a thousand different people that you don't know. And so that's why it's very difficult for people to get Dr. Gibson to give them their spiritual name. You have to be He has to know you. He has to know your progress and your, your spirit path. But I know a lot of people want to know what that is. Uh, I believe the software update we're working on, will the uh, astrological software be able to tell people what their spiritual name is or just their spiritual parents? It won't be able to give them their spiritual name um, because the spiritual name is way too complicated to give out in that way. But it can help you with your spiritual parents. And we're working on that. Uh, we've been working with some different programmers to help with that. So hopefully we'll be able to have that done in the not too distant future. Okay. I think that uh, covers the spiritual name. And Amanda, if we have callers, we'll go ahead and take some. If not, we got plenty of information and we will continue. So we're going to say Amanda once, Amanda twice, Amanda three times, no call. So we'll, oh, one just came up. Okay. We have someone calling in from Arrow 424. You are on the air with Mitchell Cat Gibson. What can we do for you? Hello. Hmm, maybe they can't hear me, but we, we can see that you're calling. Nope, not going to happen. Okay, uh, man, I don't think they're going to talk. Okay, well, we'll continue on uh, with information on the human soul. Let's talk about the functions of the soul. The soul coordinates all communication between the spirit, the higher mind, the unconscious mind, your DNA, and the body. So the soul is a very important part of who you are. The soul is, is the power source for all related functions carried out by the body. 
it's kind of like the ghost in the machine, so to speak. Kind of like this in the machine. That's very well put. Thank you. You're welcome. This will dictates the lifespan of each incarnation. So if it's saying I'm going to live to be 100 years old at this time, that's probably how long I'm going to live. Okay. The soul also governs and controls the overall level of consciousness of the individual. So whatever level of consciousness you have, whether it be a low level, high level, intermediate level, this determines if you're going to function as housewife, college professor, athlete, spiritual teacher, teacher uh, criminal. The soul determines where you function. Okay, I think the it also controls these separatic forces and the glyphotic forces which affect the body. Well, I wonder why so we choose to let a, make a person function as a criminal. It's a heck of a choice. Well, I think that the soul wants to experience what it's like to be a criminal. Hmm. It's not necessarily a, a choice that we make in this lifetime, but there's probably some lifetimes where, where you know, a person had to be a criminal to survive. Or they just might like be criminal. Hmm. If you think about it, a criminal have a lot of fun. Like Sonny Corrales. <laughs> Sonny don't have enough fun. Sonny um, always wears dark clothes. He also has his dark. He has one one eyebrow. You know, the, the, the unibrow. The unibrow. Uh, Sonny just doesn't have enough fun. And I guess he's one criminal, doesn't? But you look at the bad, the bad guy in movies usually the person who's laughing the most. He's laughing the most, he's having the most fun. Yes, he's usually the Euro trash criminal driving the, uh, the private jet and he has the nice clothes and he has all, all the girls are. Makes it look like the criminals are doing well. It makes it look like they're doing well until they get caught. Until they get caught. But most <laughs> of the time in this country, they don't catch the bad guy. Well, you know, what is it, about 90% of all crimes are all... Yeah, something like that. It's a pretty high percent. So criminals are getting away with a lot. And, and so I guess a, a soul would say, well, let's see what it's like to have that kind of fun. As the soul evolves, it goes through changes. Like we said, the soul starts out as a shaped structure. It has facets. It has energy covered over it. Not unlike um, an egg. But it's an egg but it's a lot more complicated than an egg that we're doing a chicken or some other animal. The soul can evolve. Let's talk about what happens when the soul evolves. As your soul evolves, your love consciousness changes. Your soul grows, matures, and it regains all of its lost facets. We lose facets by trauma, uh, dental work, hit, uh, things that happen in life that take energy out of you. They can also take facets from your soul. And these facets that they take are very important energy sources for evolution of the soul. The soul can't evolve until it's a complete being. Mm. Can people also give away facets? You can give a facet to a person, you can give it to an organization, you can give it to your family, you can give it, give it away in part because it's something we do because we think we have to. Mm -hmm. That we have to keep a relationship going by giving the person some blood and life and money and gummy bears, all those things. Gummy bears. <laughs> the soul gradually gains control over the ego. Now, I know for myself going through the process, that was 
one of the most difficult things is letting go of the physical ego, because I believe that I could do it on my own. It was, it was up to me to evolve myself. So I was doing it. That was my thought process. And you can tell when the ego takes over a person. They don't listen to you. Nope. They don't communicate with you. Do not. They don't. They don't do things that's necessary for them to grow and help others. They just think about them. Mm -hmm. And then it starts a downward spiral of dark energy forces, usually uh, disease, etc. So it's not a pretty place. Disease and sickness comes with them as well. So the soul gradually gaining control over the ego. The soul discovers that it can evolve and it is very excited about that. The soul seeks guidance toward the process of enlightenment. And then the soul begins the process of enlightenment. These things are not easy things to do. To shed your human ego is probably one of the most difficult things that a person has to go through to evolve. Because ego is going to try and do everything it can to prevent you from evolving. Because it realizes that if you overtake it, then it dies. And so it will prevent you from doing everything you can to evolve. It'll tell you if you're on a great spiritual path that something's not right with that path. It will tell you everything you need to hear so that you don't go forward. And so that part of uh, getting prepared to evolve toward enlightenment is the most difficult. When the soul learns that it can evolve, things start to happen in the soul that show you that you're on the right path. And there are four signs that we talk about that happen that are signs that your soul is evolving from the most basic state to a higher state. The first is called the aura, where the soul begins to spontaneously give off light. Everybody's seen pictures of saints or holy people from uh, photographs or paintings where they see a halo around their head or they see light coming off of them. Uh, we have a number of pictures that we've posted in different places where you can see light coming off of us. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's not orbs, it's light that's actually coming off of our physical bodies. You can see. And this light is called the light of the aura. It's the soul, the soul causes the body to emit visible light. As the soul grows and evolves, it will emit light that can be seen outside the body or attached to the body. It also goes through a process called logia. 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 That's when the ego dissolves and the conscious mind merges with the unconscious and higher mind. A person starts to know everything. If there's ever anything anyone can say about Dr. Gibson, they'll tell them that uh, he's shown logia part of outer enlightenment because he knows just about everything. So his mind, his conscious mind has merged with his unconscious and his higher mind and he's able to go back and forth and bring things back from other worlds to this world. I call it taking orders. Well, you do a good job taking orders from the higher being. Your higher mind, our, our higher mind, is much smarter than the lower mind ever thought about. Mm -hmm. So whenever I get ready to do a new scenario or I need information, I have to shut my lower mind just all the way down. Mm -hmm. And after I shut it down, I hear the information from my higher mind. 
But it's so much information, it's like going into a library where all the books are talking to you at once. Mm -hmm. If you can just imagine that for a moment, or going to a music store where all the CDs are playing at times. Wow. You have to shut down, and then you have to focus in your mind on the information that might be useful to you at that moment. You don't shut down and focus. That energy, all that information can be overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And that's where meditation really comes. Also, your emotions have to be in check. Your emotions are negative or down or fearful or anxiety-based. You're not going to anything but just noise. Mm -hmm. It's not going to help you at all. So I like to laugh. I like to keep my emotions upright because I know that when I go into these places, if my emotions aren't right, I'm not going to be able to do anything that will help myself or people. Mm -hmm. So we've got less than five minutes left. Let's tell people some of the things that are coming up and what we're going to be doing, and then we'll uh, finish this next Well, I believe we have an event coming up at the office. Um, let's see if I can look at the date. It's in June. It's going to be the hidden, um, is it the hidden miracles of medallions. medallions? Medallions. There are hidden things, hidden power in medallions that people don't know about, and we're going to talk about that. Uh, in a little bit of detail in our three-hour mini seminar that we're going to do, and if I can have a second, I'll tell you the date. It's going to be June 14, 1 to 4 p.m. at our Annex building, uh, and we look forward to uh, people coming to that. We have a lot of people signed up for that. Then we have uh, something that I am looking forward to, and that is our workshop called After, and it is a life after death. We're going to go and to great detail on that and it's really important information for people to know uh, for when they make that transition that is an area that we are not educated on at all not church not in school people just says you're gonna die you go to heaven and hell well that's not it that's not how it works and people need to know how it works so, so that they know what to do how they can prepare themselves now for that event that's coming up in everybody's life. So that's going to be held on July 12th. It's going to be in New Orleans. Uh, and we're looking forward to hosting that at the Hyatt Regency New Orleans Hotel. If you haven't registered, please go to our website under contact. No, actually, it's under upcoming events and sign up for that event. And then we do have something for our Living School students coming up. And we have our annual <coughs> Living School Student Intensive. It's going to be on August 2nd, and <clears throat> only the Living Soul students are uh, can come to that event. So for all the students of the Living Soul, we look forward to having you back for our annual event for your uh, teachings. And that's pretty much what's coming up uh, within the next couple of months. And we look forward to people coming to join us. Next week, we're going to talk more, more about soul evolution and about what happens to the soul of bloods and all. It's going to be really exciting, riveting information. And we're also going to talk about the human body of light or the rainbow body. It is actually possible for the human body to turn in pure light and energy. People have seen Kathy and I phasing and disappearing in and out of reality on video, so that's been documented. But as that process continues, you can turn entirely into light. And we're going to talk about how that process happens, what it is, and there's a system that is uh, available to people where for $25 a month you can support a monk in China, or Tibet rather, who's, who's changing his body into light. So we're going to talk more about that next time.
So this is Mitchell and Kathy Gibson with the Enlightened Perspective. Thank you so much for being with us. We're going to have a much better list for you, Lassa. That, that list was naughty. It was dirty. <laughs> so we can't have. I'm going to pick the list. We're going to pick the list together. <laughs> I just picked that one on the fly. But it was a dirty list. We it can't was. Have but next time, we're going to be talking about the evolution of the soul. And we're just going to have fun with you. All of you so much for being with us. Our website is www.tybro.com. You can find us on YouTube. Let's just put in my name. You can find us on Facebook. Put in my name. I have a huge site there. Lots of information. I interact with people all the time there. We also have a blog, Lighting Perspective. I keep that up regularly. So, so much for being with us, and we will talk to you next, next week. week. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.